Welcome to the MetPro Method podcast. I am your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and today I am joined by Dermot Buffini. Dermot is the CEO of Buffini & Company, the largest business coaching and training company in North America. Dermot, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I am so excited to hear your responses to some of these questions that I have lined up for you, because I hear that you are an expert in helping people become their best self. So how do you define what is a person's best self and how to help them get there? Well, that's a big question. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if I'm an expert, but I'm a guy who tries really hard. So yeah, and just to give you a bit of background. I'm the CEO of a coaching company that does this transformation. And so we have coaches who work with people. But the real deal is, it's really finding out who the person is. And it's asking questions not based on who, what we think they should do to live their best life. It's like, it's your life. You've been with yourself a long time. You've bumped into it. You've seen it. You've experienced. You've also seen the opposite of that. You've also experienced what doesn't feel like to live an optimal life. So really what we're good at is figuring out who the individual is, what excites them, what are their strengths. And then similar to yourselves, we create a process that goes, all right, you know what, Metro is like these foods on this phase based on your body type is going to get your result. And you don't prescribe food to a ectomorph the same way as you do an endo or a mesomorph. So yeah. the same thing in our process, like, who are you as a person? What are your strengths? What gets you excited? What is the good life? We call it the good life. What does the good life look like for you in all areas of your life? And then we go to work. We prescribe solutions to them. We give them strategies. We give them content. We give them coaching. So that's, it's really our clients defining what that means and what that looks like. Wow. Well, first of all, you make that sound very simple. And I feel like it's not that simple for people, but I guess that's because the average person doesn't know how to go through and work through that process. And I love that you make it so unique and specific to each individual person like we do at MetPro. I think that since all of us are a little bit different, we probably approach, like you said, what we see as our life, the good life, as you call it, is different. But how do you go about helping people actually make the changes? Like, is mm. there a written plan? Is there something you check in on? How do you help them? Well, great question. So the process is really someone coming to us and there's really three areas. OK, in our business, we help small business owners make a living and not only just grow their business, but make sure that they don't get owned by their business. So the same way as a mom has three kids who owns the mom. Is the mom directing the kids or are the kids in charge of the mom and the life? And it's like a lot of times we're in the spin cycle of life. So when we work with somebody, we go time to take a pause. OK, time to take a pause. What is it that you're trying to do? Who are you? What are you trying to do? What does success look like for you? And so there's three areas, really. Number one, what are somebody's goals? And a lot of people are like, I don't know what my goals are. Yeah, because I've been in the spin cycle. OK, great. What do you want? I don't know what I want. I've been in the spin cycle. I'm just trying to stay alive. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Okay, great. Here's where we'll start. What do you not want? Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you this. When you ask people what they don't want, I don't want to be spending more than I'm making. I don't want to be missing my kid's baseball game. I don't want to be missing my workouts. I don't want to be eating crap food. I don't want to be drinking as much as I'm drinking. Oh, yeah. The answers start coming free then, huh? Whenever you say what you don't want. Right. So we say, okay, what's the opposite of that? okay, I want to get healthy. I want to reduce my alcohol intake. I want to put myself on a budget, but I don't know how to, but I want to save money. I don't want to keep going to work and then wondering where the heck my money went. I want to make time in my life for the most important things. Okay, what does that mean? Let's get out your calendar. 
Let me see your calendar and let me see your checkbook. If I see those two things, I can see where you spend your time. I can see where you spend your money. Wow. Then we can say, where you're spending your time and your money, is that what you value? Is that what you want in your life? There's a little analysis there. Okay. A lot of times with the business, it's like, what business are you in? What are your goals? And what's your timeline? Okay, great. So we get that dialed in. Then we do an evaluation and we say, okay, where are you in the process? Are you in survival? Are you in stability? Are you in success? Well, I don't know. Okay, great. Pause that for a second. The second thing what we do is we know the person. So we do a profile. It's called Real Strengths. So this is mine. So I take a profile and this is all my gifts and attributes and abilities and how I see time and how I communicate and allows me to take an individual and go, Dermot, we're going to have you utilize these strengths to achieve those goals. And then some of your attributes, that might not be working so well for you right now. So we're just going to put these aside for the time being and pause them because they're not helping you right now. And then the third part is we're not one dimensional. Okay. So why do people go to work? To make money, to be able to live their life. Exactly. So what happens to most people? They end up working so much or trying to always make more money that they keep going in a cycle and don't get to enjoy the life. Exactly. And so you get an A and you get an A plus. So what we do then is the third part is we have people do an evaluation of their life. Oh, this may not be easy to see, but there's five areas of someone's life. There's a spiritual component in our life. For some people that can be working out. For me, it's going to church, reading the Bible, listening to a good word. For other people, it could be eating yogurt under a rock. I have no idea. Okay. But you know when you're at peace and you feel like you're breathing, <sighs> could be looking at a sunset, could be going for a workout, could be whatever. Then there's the personal aspect. It's like, okay, what is it that brings me joy as a person? What are the things that I'm good at? I enjoy doing. I like reading. I like to work out. I like to vacation. I like to, whatever. Then there's a family component. There's a family circle. Well, I got two kids. I got a 19-year-old and I got a 15-year-old. Okay, I got to get them in here and I got to make sure I'm making time for them. Hey, what family experiences are we having right now? What are we doing for Thanksgiving? Well, let's not worry about it right now. I'm just trying to keep up with work. No, 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 no. Let's plan for November. Let's plan for December. Then I have my financial circle and then I have my business circle. So what we try and do is do an evaluation to say, how are you doing in each area? Do an inventory. Is there nothing going on in the spiritual area? Okay, let's just do a zero. Okay, Crystal, what would you like to see happen in there? And we're not trying to go from zero to 10. It's too far. It's too much. It's overwhelming. Let's do one thing this week that will make you feel like, (sighs) I caught a breath. I saw a sunset. I did a hike. And so what we do is we try and do, this is really the plan. And now we come back to step number one. We go, okay, now what are your goals? Okay, when you go to work, why are you going to work? What's happening with it? How does it positively or currently negatively impact each area of your life? So we're doing an inventory over here. What you really, really want. What's the desire of your heart? And then we're just doing an honest evaluation going, that's kind of not where you are right now. One of the things I love and hate about MetPro is the fact that you have to do two things. You've got to track the reality of, no, no, no. I think I'm doing fine. I don't think I have that much. Great. That's fantastic. Just step on the scales in the morning when you let us know. And you were met with reality, good or bad. I I think I have the Irish made scales. (laughs) It changes every day. I think there's something wrong with it. (laughs) No problem. I get you. I hear you. Okay. What else do we need to do in MetPro? You need to kind of plan and prepare. You need a process. You need a system. You need a guide. You need somebody who understands. Are you an endo, an ecto, or a mezzo? Same way for us. Who are you as a person? And let's prescribe solutions to make this happen. What's the next thing we have to do? We got to do meal prep. 
You know why? Because we want you to have already made the choice before you get conflicted with bad choices. Right. So this is why when we get your calendar and we get your money, you get your checkbook and your budget. We're telling your money and your time where to go rather than wonder where the heck it went. That's the process. Everybody starts from a different place. Some people are on fire in certain circles and then they have another circle over here where it's just dead. There's nothing going on there. They haven't exposed to it. But there's nothing like seeing somebody who has a little bit of something going on in every area because there's times when we're losing in one area of our life. It could be financially. It could be physically. It could be you're going through a divorce. And that one area can make you feel like your whole life is not going well. And the truth of the matter is, when we work with folks, a lot of times they're doing an awful lot better than they know. Really? Yes, because they're making progress. They might not think that putting your kids down to sleep every night, reading them a story and spending time with them and taking them to their, that's just what I'm supposed to do. You know what? No, that's a win. We're going to take that as a win. And where you're winning from, we want to make sure that's exposed. And that's, and you see that as you're waiting for the weight to come off in MetPro, guess what? You're working out. You're drinking the water. You're eating the right stuff. Guess what? You keep doing that. This is going to catch up to you. The same way with us. When we're coaching somebody in their business, it's like, hey, you might not have the financial reward just yet, but we're going to get you to do the, keep doing these activities. Keep serving your customers. Keep doing a great job. Do more than they asked you to do. You're going to get more referrals from them. You're going to get more business. You're going to stand out. You stay faithful with the activities watch the results you're going to get. So that's our process. And the truth of the matter is this, and America is a great country. And it's also a very difficult country because we play the game of comparison. And you can be very successful here and feel like you're failing. Do you think that's because people define success differently? Or do you think it's because they don't count their wins, as you mentioned earlier, or a combination of the two? Well, I think it's a combination of all of that. It's a combination of what does winning look like for you, as opposed to the game of comparison. You know, they say comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. The other side is you could be comparing yourself against somebody who's got, they flew into Chico on a private jet. They own half of Chico, but their family life is a disaster. Their personal habits, you don't know that. You're just looking at the outside picture. And by the way, if you got to look at their five circles, you'd go, not for all the money in the world would I want that. The other side of it is, and I just happen to believe that, you know what? Crystal O'Keefe was made by God with very specific talents and gifts. And they might be very different than Dermot Buffini. And I wouldn't make a great Crystal O'Keefe. <laughs> that's for sure. I don't know if you'd make a better Dermot Buffini. That's possible. <laughs> but it's what does success look like for you? What are the gifts and talents you have? And are you using them? Are you playing to them? Are you living in them? Are you sharing them? Are you lifting other people up because you're fully alive as a human being? And let me tell you, when you're in that spot, people are like, what are you doing? You know what I'm doing? I'm being myself and I'm defining what success is. In our coaching program, we have somebody who makes 60 grand a year. There might be a stay-at-home mom who's in real estate and just wants to do a few deals. And guess what? All of the other circles are on fire and they go, that's 60 grand to be a win for me. It'd be fun for me. And you're like, that's our goal. We have people making six and a half, seven million dollars a year. So that's the range. Who's more successful? Depends on what you're talking about. Depends on what you're comparing it against. If it's the person's goal and that's going to, hey, that's six and a half million dollars a year. I also want these things, which is when you dig down with people, they really do want these things. A lot of times they can find their identity in the fact that they make that amount of money and they confuse who they are with what they have. Can you give an example? Well, you just have to look around at the Hollywood crowd. You just have to look around at, I mean, what this world and the tropics, how many people do we know who are gazillionaires and they're miserable? Yeah, that's true. 
they're wealthy. They're rich, but they're not wealthy. They're rich on paper. They have financial gain, but they're not wealthy in friendships. They're not wealthy in health. They're not wealthy in their peace. And so at the end of the day, what does success look like for you? And our goal is to say, okay, let's come up with a plan to make that happen. And then a lot of times when you get there, it's like, now what do you want to do? Or, hey, we've tackled one area here. And guess what? You got personally healthy. Guess what? You didn't know that your personal health was getting in the way of your business because you couldn't work. You couldn't see customers. You couldn't X, Y, and Z. We took care of your personal health. And now guess what? You're showing up with energy, vibrance. You're not physical pain. You're not emotional pain. And next thing is people, the other areas start to expand. So there's no great mystery, but I do know this. America is also a tough place because the lie is you can be anything you want to be. It's not true. No. So how does that reconcile with somebody who has a goal? Like, do you have to tell people, hey, that goal's not realistic based on your inventory? Or do you mean something different? Well, let's say by asking great questions. Okay. Have you ever watched American Idol? Yes. What's the best part about that show? I guess kind of seeing how they respond to being pushed, like watching their transformation over time. What's the thing that people used to laugh at about American Idol and it was kind of cringy to watch? Sometimes the bad performances that come on. Yeah. And the thing about it is the people who go on there, they actually may be tone deaf. They just don't know it. They may think they're singing like Pavarotti up there, but you're like, no. And it's good TV. But it's kind of sad. Yeah, it is. Because somebody has a perspective of who they are. And unfortunately, maybe somebody didn't tell them, a parent, a brother, sister, you say, hey, you know what, honey, that's not you. I know you love singing and that's great. But the reality is that nobody's going to be making a record. I am not going to play in the NBA anytime soon. Sure. I'm not even sick. I'm just under six foot. There's people who play in, they're just, their God-given design is to play in that. Our job is to help people just be like, hey, you're an awesome one of these. Why play the game in comparison? Why try and be some? It's not killing somebody's ambition or goal. It's just practically going, hey, well, we can explore that. However, maybe you're more suited to this. There's a lot of people here. They're in the wrong job. It's just like, I'm doing it for money, but it's like, it doesn't fire me up. It doesn't get me excited. Yes. And where do they get it? And where do they get a chance to explore that? And so that's where it takes time to do that. So at the end of the day, I think you can be a great one of you, like an amazing one of you. And I do believe that each person has the ability to be an incredible me based on how I'm designed, my gifts and my talents. And the hard part is, are you going to do the work to remove the roadblocks that get in your own way? And can you be honest enough with yourself in such a way that it's not a shame exercise? It's just like, I was listening to me singing the other day. It wasn't very good. And be able to laugh about it. Yeah. And so I think that's where what we do is we help clients just become really good with who they are. So how did you decide being a coach and a CEO was the right thing for you then? Well, I guess for me, everything I've done, and I don't know about you, but sometimes some people plan out their futures and I didn't. I'm not one of those people. I wanted to be a professional soccer player. I had trials. I grew up in Ireland. I had trials to play, go over and try out for clubs in England. I broke a disc in my back at 15. Oh no. That wasn't going to happen. Then I was offered scholarships and I was offered the opportunity to come over here to a couple of colleges and they said, hey, two things. One is we don't have a scholarship until the following year, but we need you to do two things. Go earn some money. So you'll have some money in your pocket when you get here. And number two is nobody's ever said this to me since, put on a little weight. And so that's where Angelo's like, no, 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 don't put on a little weight. And then we don't need you to do that. So because I'm excelling <laughs> in that area. I was like, whilst waiting on to go 
on a soccer scholarship, I got into selling shoes. I went to work at a shoe store and I started selling shoes. And I was like, yeah, I like this. I like serving people. I like them coming in. And I got into a career of like, I like this. I don't know if I want to go and play soccer in America. And then I went from there into financial services, which meant selling insurance door to door. So I went from retail sales where somebody comes in and you serve them. And then I went to knocking on doors to try and sell insurance. And then I went into the transportation business. Okay. And that was all going on. My brother had started this career, this business over here because he'd been a realtor and he'd been a very successful realtor. And he tried cold calling and door knocking, all those things that you love people to do to you. Right. Right. You're like, oh yeah, honey, I'll be with you in a second. I'm going to get to talk to a cold caller right now. Right. He was like, uh, this is not how I want to do business. This is not how I was raised to do business. I want to do business by providing value. So my brother started doing that in real estate and people were like, I really like how you operate. You really take care of me. So while he was doing that and I was doing this learning business and learning sales and learning operations and learning how to run a business and he was over here doing it. And then he was also teaching people in real estate how he did business in such a way he could make money, he could save money, he could go to church, he could take care of himself, he could take care of his family. And he started building out a blueprint for this. And then he started coaching people in this process. And we started hiring people to coach people in this process. And then I came over and we kind of just expanded and 3 million people later, here we are. So more way more information than you need to know. But I think what the lesson for me is when I'm coaching people, obviously all of my history has helped me to have a profound understanding of the people that I'm working with to go, oh, I know where you are. Oh, I know what that's like. And I've learned some things and we've learned some things and we've organized certain ways and templates and content to be able to simplify where you're at so you can get where you want to get. So that's a long answer, I know, but that's kind of a bit of the history. But the same way as when we're talking to somebody and I start talking to Crystal, I'm coaching somebody. They're the things I'm looking for in your story. Tell me when you won in life. Tell me somewhere it was hard. Tell me something you overcame. Tell me the best parts of what you know about yourself, the hardest parts you know about yourself. And let's start creating a future around the best that when you get in trouble and you want to start getting in your own way, we can just lovingly get those out of your way. So I'm curious, do you ever have people that you're coaching or that your company, somebody else in your company is coaching that it's difficult for them to open up in that way and to share those things with you? Is that hard for some people? Of course. And like anything, it's a relationship like you and I, we're having a chat today. Okay. And first of all, you got to build rapport with people. A lot of times people are referred to Buffini and Company. Sure. The same way as they're referred to MedPro. Mm -hmm. And so when you're referred to somebody, you come in at this level. You're not coming in at this level. Right. right. Somebody goes, hey, somebody goes, what happened to you? Well, I did Metro. What the heck is that? <laughs> the same way with Buffini and company. What's going on in you? I see your life has changed. You look happy. You look like you've got money. And so people refer people in and then that's how we get our customers. And so that's how they find out. But our customers are our story. Our customer are our results. Our customer are our mission. Our mission is to impact and improve their lives. Wow. And if we don't do that in a positive way, then we shouldn't have them as a customer and we shouldn't have the next people as a customer. And so it's a journey too, because a lot of times in a coaching relationship, and I'm pretty sure Met Pro coaches have a similar experience where when somebody comes to them, they want to lose a few pounds, they want to get fit. And then as they're working through the process, somebody starts telling them something that was nothing to do. It was a little bit more personal than the first time that they talked. They might be like, hey, uh, I'm on prescription medication and it's become a problem. Hey, I'm dealing with an abusive marriage right now. Sure. My kid is really struggling right now. That's why you go to the fridge. That's why you go to this. Same thing in our business. It's like, it's a very intimate relationship. 
it's very holy ground because you're really inviting me into your world to improve your life, which takes a tremendous amount of humility on your part, a tremendous amount of vulnerability and trust. And if you're doing that with the right people, they'll know that and they'll work at your speed and your pace. And they might suspect there's something else going on, but they have to keep serving you in such a way that when Crystal feels safe enough to open up about that, that'll be based on some rapport and relationship that's being developed and some results. So it's not a quick process. Sometimes it is. Sometimes people come in and they just go, here it all is, you know? (laughs) And so, yeah, it just takes a bit of time. But what happens is when you start looking at people more beyond their finances and their business, we go, what's happening up here, Chris? So what's happening up here? What do you wish is happening up here? And nine times out of 10, people are like, I haven't thought about that in years. And it starts conversations or it starts, let me tell you why I don't go to church. Because some idiot was hitting me over the head with a Bible 10 years ago shaming me for, you know, whatever it is. We all have a history, good, bad, or indifferent. And so it takes time. And it's the same way as we tell people, if you get rich quick, you'll get poor quick. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But you can get rich fast. Fast might be a year. You can lose weight quick. You can lose weight fast. What does that mean? If we lose two pounds a week for the next 10 weeks in a healthy way, that 20 pounds is going to stay off. Yes. Lose it fast. It's coming back. The 20 pounds is coming back. With some friends. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because you haven't gone through the process of preparing your body for a routine that it can depend on, that it's safely done in such a way that you get the healthy result. And so that's what we want. We want healthy growth, healthy people, healthy lives, healthy finances. And so I know that, again, you asked me, how did we... And I just gave you the longest answer. So just be careful what you ask. No, it's great. I love the information. It's so much great info. I'm also curious for people who are listening who are like, well, I want to see if I can do any of this myself. They want to try this process. Are there any steps they can take to Mm. kind of walk through this on their own at home or just some of it kind of get started? Yeah. Well, I think first of all, I would say start paying attention to what's going on. Like, just start paying attention. What am I doing today? Where am I spending my time? Where am I spending my money? Is that what I want to spend my time? Anna, candidly, I'm kind of ruthless about where I spend my time now. Really? Do you have to say no sometimes? I say no all the time. And I say no because I know what I'm saying yes to. That's powerful. I have, there's people I know from my past, family members, friends, they're toxic people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type of person, I'm patient and I'm gracious and I like people. But now it gets to the point where you're like, no more. Because my life, I've got stuff to do. And there's no room for that in here. And what's taking up that space? Let's be honest. People are eating too much, drinking too much, watching too much news, social media. Cool. Great. I get it. But you got to do an inventory and then go, is that why my life sucks? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? There's a lot of people we spoke to in the last couple of years. It's like they became experts on COVID. I was like, hey, great. Let me ask you this. Have any of the major news channels reached out to you and asked for your opinion on COVID? (laughs) No. Do you make a living from it? No. Well, then I'd suggest you get back to doing your business. People became political pundits. Mm. A lot of those. A lot of those. A lot of those. (laughs) And and all it's doing is polarizing people and taking them apart from each other. Where in actual fact, you realize, what? No, you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. Every four years, I'm going to get this piece of paper and I'm going to vote for somebody. And I'm going to put it in the box. And then I don't have to deal with it again for another four years. I've done my job because I'm going to get back to living the good life. I'm going to get back to doing the things I can control. I'm going to get back to doing the things I love with the people that I love with the short time I have on this earth. 
And so what you can do is just do an evaluation. Have fun with it. It's okay. We all end up in a funky place sometimes. There's only one thing worse than seeing somebody dwelling in their past is somebody who's dwelling in their success and they have no, they have nothing to support it. Hmm. They're going to be lonely. They're going to win all the trophies, but nobody's going to be with them to enjoy them. And they oh, become the shallowest human being on the planet. That is sad. I love to see people come back into forming who they are at their best. And so you can get the ball rolling by making a decision, by saying, what am I not willing to accept anymore? And then start exploring it. Start being curious. Start learning to listen. Talk to yourself rather than listen to yourself. Journaling. Get out of your head. Get out of your heart. Spend some time. Take a breath. And here's the good news is when you start this journey, you will find that there's more people out there who can help you than you ever imagined. You'll start looking and going, I see Crystal. She seems happy. She seems healthy. I see her. She goes on these great vacations. I might take her to lunch and say, I noticed that you're great at this. Hey, I noticed you're a great mom. How do you manage to do that? Well, I don't know if I'm a great mom, but here's how I approach it. Everything is around us. It's right under our nose most of the time. But a lot of times you just can't see it because we're caught up in the stuff, the drama. And it's just a matter of breaking that sequence. But there's great books. There's no problem that you're dealing with in any area of your life that somebody hasn't already overcome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But when we don't take that approach from a place of enthusiasm and learning and curiosity, we become a victim. We become the pity party. We become nobody understands. This always happens to me. Yeah, I was told this. <laughs> we start to shrink. And that's a choice. That's just a choice. And you have more power than you know. You can make a decision today. That's a little decision that can change your life. This is true. And this is, sounds so remedial. I know a guy who's a multimillionaire today. When we started coaching him, he made one decision. You know what that decision was? going to floss his teeth every day. What? How did that lead to more? How? Because it got a momentum. He hated doing it. He was always punished for not doing it. It was a bad thing. He didn't create the habit. And every time he left in the morning, he was like, darn it, I didn't do it again. I'm a loser. And that little thing led to the next thing of saying, well, I'm a loser. I didn't do that too. And I didn't do this. But when he got the little thing done first thing in the day, guess what? He's like, I got that done. Okay, what's next? See, action, positive action leads to motivation. Motivation is temporary. You can get somebody who's motivated and excited. All you got is a motivated idiot. <laughs> okay. But inward action that motivates you and propels you forward could be making your bed. It could be breathing for two minutes. It could be taking a nap. It could be something that you're like, I'm going to get that little thing done. And you start little, guess what happens? You can start doing a lot of little things. And over time, you make huge progress. And one little thing every day in every area, not done in a perfect way, will change your life. And it won't even just change your life. It will change those people around you because they'll start going, what is Crystal doing? What is she taking? Why is she smiling? Why is she happy? Why is she excited? Why won't she talk to me about COVID? <laughs> Why was she not talking about the Republicans and the Democrats right now? Why is she not? Because I'm, I got to do. <laughs> and so that's how simple it is. But do not compare your life against anybody else's. You can become your own coach. You know you. You know the good. You know the bad. You know the stuff you wish nobody would ever find out. You know the stuff that somebody said to you and that put you down. It's like, yeah, it's back there. That's gone. Flushing that toilet. Now I'm going to start a new life. I'm going to have a new vision and I'm going to get excited again. And that's why when you do this, there's going to be an area in your life that's going to try and hold you back. It's going to tell you why you shouldn't try. It's going to be like, that's, don't, don't give me that. You've done that before. 
hey, eventually I'm going to change that circle. But over here, I'm going to keep flossing my teeth over here until that changes. And that's the process. But there's a lot of help. There's people who can help you. There's mentors. There's people on this call who will be phenomenal mentors. If you want to change your health, make the investment in yourself and get a MedPro coach. Your health will change. Your energy will change. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll find a whole wardrobe that you paid for years ago that you'll go again. And every little bit of improvement that you make in every area is an investment in you. And you need to make those investments because nobody else will do it for you. Well said. Well said. You should do this for a living. (laughs) Don't stop me. How long do we have? We have as long as you want to take. As long as you want to take. I know you're a busy man. So you tell me. Well, I'm good, but it's why I'm a fan of MetPro. I've seen lives transformed. It's why I've referred it to people. It's why that's how MetPro works. It's like it does the job it's supposed to do, but it does more than just help people lose weight. It counsels people. It walks them through it. It holds their hand. We do the same in, in the small business world. We coach doctors, dentists, realtors, lenders, teenagers. We've coached movie producers, sports athletes, just because they're trying to figure something out. What do you do when someone has a setback? That's part of the process. It's just normal. Like everybody has well, those. Yeah, you're going to have them. And some of them are self-inflicted. Most of them are. And at the end of the day, a realistic approach to things and a mature approach to things. Let's look around. I mean, is there anything in life that is true, that is good, that is worthwhile, that doesn't involve setbacks? Is there a story that's inspiring that doesn't have setbacks? Hmm. Somebody said a setback is a setup for a comeback. When I have a setback, I pause and I don't take it personally. I go, hmm, what am I being taught right now? Why is that happening? What was left out? What did I miss? Sometimes it's like you're in the wrong season looking for the wrong result. When you plant a seed, you better know what seed it is. Then you better plant it in the right soil. Then when the seed actually, what it does, first of all, it goes backwards. It goes down. The roots go down because it has to harness itself. It has to have a solid foundation in preparation for what's about to happen, which is growth. Now, somebody who knows the process is like, ah, hold on. After the seed, get, we got to water it. We got to have sunlight. We have to have it on the right side. Then we have to wait until that seed becomes in harvest and bears fruit. And then the fruit is delicious and it's wonderful. And then the next thing that happens is sometimes that fruit or that tree has to be pruned to give way for new growth. And the same with kids. Like kids, do they have setbacks? Yes. What's the best thing for kids is to learn how to overcome those things themselves. And none of us as parents want to see that because we don't see our kids suffer. We don't want to see them. But the suffering is where the growth is. And them going, hey, you know what, Crystal, I don't know you very well, but I know you've overcome setbacks and disappointments in your life. And congratulations, because here's what I know about you is that the next ones that come, you're going to be able to overcome them, too. And it will still feel as overwhelming and as, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can do this as the little one that you did a long time ago. So it's part of growth. It's part of growth. And our mindset has to be, hey, okay, I must be doing something. I must be in motion. Part of the deal. Is there anything else that we should make sure people know about how to become their best self? Just know that you can be if you choose to be. People ask me all the time. People come to me and say, why do I need a coach? I'm like, I have no freaking idea. (laughs) Or why should you coach me? I'm like, I have no idea. Are you coachable? Would you receive it? Would you allow it to happen? Are you ready? Are you open to it? Are you just looking for a short term deal? If you're looking for a short-term deal, have a steak. If you're looking for a short-term deal, have a bowl of ice cream. Are you really serious about transforming your life? All right, let's go. But know that you can. Maybe you won't be a billionaire. Maybe you won't have a private jet. Maybe you're like, that's not what I want. What do you want? 
If you don't know what you want, that's fine. Start with what you don't want and then write the opposite. I want to have a great relationship. I want to have a world-class relationship with my husband, my wife. I want to look at my kids and not treat them all the same way and try and raise them all the same way. I'm going to sit down with Johnny, Jack, Kate, and I'm going to say what's important to them. I'm going to take the time to do it. I'm sick of not having money. Great. Let's get a budget. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Great. Get a Met Pro coach, start eating some good food, start working a little bit. It all counts. And know that there's all this help out there if you just slow down and you just receive it. And then here's what happens, which is the greatest thing of all time. When you go through this process, you will be a person of influence. You'll be an example. And then you'll have the opportunity to free people from their pain, their past, and say, you can do it because I did it and it's going to be tough. And it's going to be setbacks. And I did it by flossing one tooth at a time. As ridiculous as that sounds. So yes, believe it's possible. It's not easy, but it's worthwhile. And the outcome is not the result. The outcome is not the end of the story. The story is, I became more of a person. I grew as a person in each area. And now I'm a person who's fully alive. And I have a lot of love and a lot of joy and a lot of peace and a lot of patience. And I'm a faithful person. And I've got some grit. And guess what? That's a person I want to hang out with. So anyway, yes. The answer is yes. Sorry. Yes. (laughs) That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of your wonderful advice and your time today. If folks want to know more about what it is that you do, can you give them some information, a place to go that they can find out more? Yeah, they can do three things. One is if you want, you can email me CEO at buffiniandcompany.com. And if you've got a question, I can point you in the direction or I might be give you an answer. If you want to check us out as a company, go to buffiniandcompany.com. And then if you don't want to do either of those two things and you just want to listen to some good stuff, my brother does a podcast every week. It's called It's a Good Life, Brian Buffini. It's free. And you'll hear some great information on this that will help you start thinking about the process, maybe get the wheels turning and maybe inspire you and encourage you right where you are. So that's what you can do. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Again, I really appreciate your time. Listeners, that's all for this week. And you can find all of the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review so that lets other people know what they can expect. You can also learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key. Mm -hmm.